Father, we thank you. We glorify your name for the opportunity to worship. Thank you for all my brethren that are online. We thank you that we have the cyberspace to gather unto the Lord. And unto the Lord shall the gathering of the people be. And we're excited because we know that when we come unto the Lord, we'll never go empty-handed. We thank you because you're well aware of all the challenges of our times. Nothing takes you by surprise. You know the end from the beginning. And as we come, we come with all our issues. We come with all our requests. But we know we come to the one who answered prayers. And I pray for everyone that has come today that the Lord will touch you. The Lord will reach you. The Lord will resolve all the incomprehensible things that you may still be dealing with. And by, as time unveils, we will see the purpose of the Lord and we will have the testimonies by which we can attest to the glory of God of his goodness. Thank you for the word that we're going to receive today. I know that it will be elevating, it will be refreshing, it will be galvanizing and God will be glorified. Blessed. And so it is to the glory of God in Jesus. We say a big amen. Amen and welcome to Grace Assembly. This is our online church. For now, permit it to be so. And today I bring you the word of the Lord. I am Reverend Dr. Femi Paul, the senior pastor of Grace Assembly. And I'm glad to have you with us today. The Lord wants to serve us a very special feast tonight. And that sounds like contrary to what we feel. But God does not respect what is going on. He does what he wants to do, nonetheless. I know that you came today. You have seen the word I put out there that it's not time to get inundated with all the opinions of men. It is time to lift my eyes beyond all that is going on to the one who made the heavens and the earth. The one who, the Bible says, the one that keeps us never sleeps nor slumbers. He has a purpose, he has a plan. And the word of the Lord will reveal his plan for us today. Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 12, I want to read to you by the leading of the Lord, the Living Bible Version. Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 12. It says, but my son be warned, there is no end of opinions ready to be expressed. Studying them can go on forever and become very exhausting. But my son be warned that there is no end of opinions ready to be expressed about COVID, about 5G or G5, whatever, 5G. It says studying them can go on forever and ever. And that's how I feel about it and become very exhausting. How many people listening to me will not admit that I'm a little exhausted or I'm totally exasperated by the overload of information and all kinds of, of thoughts and opinions and conspiracy theories and now I am full and guess what? Me and even all that they have said, I have not seen my way forward. There is no resolution. So what is the point? Of their opinion when it is not solving the problem i bring you the word of the lord child of god today the lord says my son be warned there's no end of opinions yes they're entitled to their opinions but i don't have to listen to them i've had enough of them uh, end of opinions ready to be expressed about whatever 
is the current issue. It says studying them instead of studying the Word of God is <coughs> not right. You can go on forever and you become totally worn out, exhausted. Let me pray for anyone who is on the verge of some emotional collapse. Someone who is beginning to feel the, the, the pinch of depression that the hand of the Lord will pull you out of that state and you will shake it off and continue your walk with God and the name of the Lord will be glorified. Ah, uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, we have a little power problem. There's going to be a switch, but just stay with me because we will refuse to be distracted by whatever the enemy wants to do. I want to do a little, uh, I want to talk a little about how much information we're dealing with and the effect it's having on us. Even for me, I have to shake it off sometimes. I, I, I hear so much and at the end of the day I ask myself, okay, to what end, to what purpose, what good is coming out of this? And almost... The deluge is so much that you almost don't have any time to read your Bible or read anything, the newspaper, CNN, and so they're all saying pretty much the same thing. But in the midst of all this, what is God saying? Could it not be that because God is allowing this, it is to let us know that he is also trying to catch our attention. We tend to listen to what everybody else is saying, but what about what God wants to say? Or do you think God has nothing to say? Nothing takes him by surprise. God speaks. May we hear him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say something about the conspiracy theories. I don't know whether they are true. I can't prove any of these things. They are true or not. Whether people are manipulating humanity, whether they're up to no good, whatever it is they're doing, even if it is true, what is God's position? I bring you God's position. I read Job from the book of Job, chapter 5. I'm going to read verses 12 to 14. So, even the things you heard, the threat, true. What is God saying? God still has an opinion. Job 5 and He frustrates the devices of the crafty. So, even if guarantees me that he frustrates the devices of the crafty so not carry out their plans somebody say amen their hands cannot carry out those plans as much as it concerns us the Lord Jesus Christ the Bible says he catches the wise in their own craftiness they dribble and they score in their own goal. He catches the wise in their craftiness and the counsel of the cunning comes quickly upon them. They time and grope at new time. See, it doesn't matter what group, it doesn't matter which country, it doesn't matter which industry. It says he frustrates the vices of the crafty. And I'm here to speak the counsel of the Lord that even let them gather together, let them take counsel, it shall not come to pass. Let them feel they have their fingers on the pulse and they, 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 they're manipulating everybody. Bible says their hands will not be able to carry out their plans. And 
such that you will not be able to name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord will frustrate the devices of the crafty in our generation. And he never changes. That's what he is. That's what he does. He catches the wise in their own craftiness. They are to, to government things and so on. They cannot government of God. This is the word of the Lord. And it is the crafty so that their hands cannot carry out their plans no matter how good the plans are he catches the wise in their own craftiness and the counsel of the cunning comes quickly upon them they will meet with darkness in the daytime and they will grow up in noontime as in the night so it is in the name of the counsel of the Lord child of God you want to rest with God after God has spoken what? Who else speaks? I say, who has spoken and has the power to bring it to pass when Jehovah has not spoken? What is man? Bible says he dies and his plans perish with him. His life is like a puff of smoke. Let them, let them puff. Let them threaten. Let them think they're in charge. But even their life, no man can guarantee he's going to wake up tomorrow. It's only Jehovah that can wake anybody up. Listen, the people planning any evil, listen, when they go to bed, they can use valium to sleep, but there's no drug that can wake them up. When the crafty are doing things, sometimes allow them. It's not in the hands of your enemies. Your future cannot be determined by them. You may, they may feel they have you in a corner, but there is something called the God factor. And I speak to you, child of God, the God factor is going to be released soon to the glory of God, and we will be shouting hallelujah. I'll give you an example. When children of Israel were going to leave Egypt, Pharaoh gave them a body. they could go knowing that the only way out towards the, uh, the, the promised land was through the Red Sea so, and he knew the Red Sea so big they have no boats they have no jet skis how would they pass so when they had gone he started pursuing them in his mind he had played an ace I have let them go since you can't go I'm gonna get you back so the argument seemed good it may even stand in the court of law I let them go but when they're stuck I brought them back because they have nowhere to go the Red Sea stood there and said you're not going anywhere and so the equation of the crafty seemed like it was a done deal but the Bible says as the dust of the chariots approached the children of God just like we feel now were shaking and saying how could God bring us this far? Is this the end? And they cried to Moses. And Moses cried to God. God and God said to Moses, it's not time to cry. You don't know who I am. I never start something I'm not going to finish. He said, that rod, I have shown you that rod is no longer your rod. It is my rod in your hand. Why don't you just lift it up? And that's it. And what happened never happened before. I don't know what you call it in technological terms, but something happened that rolled the water this way, rolled the water that way, and they crossed on dry land. And guess what? When the Bible says he catches the crafty in their own craftiness, they followed them. Pharaoh and his boys followed them because they had the advantage of speed. They had uh, well-bred horses and chariots, and they thought we will catch up with them. The Bible says, and I guarantee you, he frustrates the vices of the crafty. 
so that their hands cannot finish what they started. He catches the wise in their craft comes upon them and they will end up in darkness and they will grow up as if they were blind and so as they got to the middle the Lord said to Moses raise your rod again and the waters came back and that was the end the equation that couldn't fail according to men who didn't consult God fails totally and he swallowed up the people that put on the plan can I tell you, child, God has not changed. In fact, he says, I change not. So let them take counsel together. Let them arrange. Let them have the technology. Let them think they have a done deal. The God factor. Child of God, I don't know what is threatening you, but I release the power of the God factor into your life. Into Lagos. Determine how this thing will end. I don't know how it happened. But as far as our own land is concerned, but I extend my prayer to And God loves everybody. He wants everybody to be saved. But nobody, no nation will be buried because of this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I stand on the word of God. He will frustrate the devices of the craft. And what is God going to do directly? That's indirectly now. I have a word of God for you today. You know, I titled my thought, The Way Forward. I have seen people going is the way of roundabouts. I'm talking about is the way of listening to opinions of people that brings irrewesi to our heart. Irrewesi means a, 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 a burdened heart. But I bring you what is everything I hear is a way around the mountain, is a way of confusion, is a way of uh, just. Uh, jumping from one idea to no, 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 no. I bring you the way forward. I, I bring you the word of God. Isaiah 42. Because it's there. Isaiah 42 and verse 16, the New Living Translation. You know what it says? This is God speaking to you. I don't know who has media uh, device I don't know and it doesn't bother me because the voice of a man is only the voice of a man it's only the voice of Jehovah that rings about the believer Isaiah New Living Translation says I will lead down a new some things some paths will be blocked I will lead blind Israel because we feel blinded by all kinds of things that have been scrambled. I said, I'll lead them down a new path, guiding them along an unfamiliar way. Because uh, nothing really, we were all locked in, and they say that it's all designed to keep us out, so because I can do this and that, I hear. And it's possible it is true, but that is not the end of the story. Because when man do one plus one, Jehovah can say it's equal to 11 and not two. And that is what is going to happen. I want to say, why don't you personalize it that I have been afraid, I have been incoherent, I have been feeling helpless, in fact, I have been feeling hopeless, but I hear the voice of the Lord. You see, when you hear God, that is the end of the matter, end of discussion. When people are talking, God has not spoken, I can be feeling something, but when God speaks, it is end of discussion. This is the way forward. 
I will lead blind Israel. That talks about us. And blind means we're not, we don't know the way forward. And I admit that nobody has been here before. So how can you tell me you're going to uh, take me where you've never been before? I will lead Israel, blind Israel, down a new path. God is going to do new things. Can somebody say amen? It says, I'm going to guide them along an unfamiliar path. So I will not be afraid. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of that, I haven't been there before. I haven't seen COVID-19 before. But I will not be afraid because the Lord is with me. His rod comforts me because he to protect me against wild animals who plan wicked things. His staff protects me because it is a staff he uses to point me in the right direction. It says, I will guide them along an unfamiliar way. I will brighten the darkness. Darkness that, that incapacitates us. Despite the fact that we have eyes. Darkness that does not even allow us to be able to think clearly. It says, I will brighten the darkness before them. Not before everybody. And I will smoothen out the road ahead of them. Because this road, it looks rocky. It looks bad. It looks mountainous. And God says, I got this. I will go ahead of you. Smoothen out the road ahead of them. Yes, I like that. When God says, yes. It means Moso Motutuso. I said it and I will say it again. I said it and I do not need anyone to agree with me because Jehovah is God all by himself. With whom will he take counsel? Have you forgotten who we're talking about? Yes, I will indeed do these things. I will not forsake them. Ooh. Let me tell you a little thing about When it is dark, we're afraid. Because evil thrives in darkness. And because we don't have infrared eyes, we dark now because we But God driving nights that are dense and they're thick, like when you're going between towns your life just shuts down. It means that you can't go anywhere. You become a robots or wild animals and so you are stuck even though you have a V8 engine. Even though the engine is running, you can't go far. You can't even move. You can fall into a ditch. When I got the good fortune of being able to drive some kind of um, flagship kind of car, I'm talking about Mercedes now, I was going through all the comments. So what is this? It says, oh, it means that when you when you go to night vision, you don't need your windscreen. The car on the road in the dark of the night turned off all the light and the dashboard lit up and I had infrared view of the road. I could see the lamppost that had no light. I could see the gutter. I could see the, the rock on the road. I could see the lines. And so I could drive the car at a relatively fast speed with no lights at all. And anybody saw me would think, I'm a ghost. How can you drive at 80 kilometers an hour with no lights? Anywhere it was a dark night. It's called night vision. When the Lord says, I will lighten the darkness. I can tell you that if I'm traveling and everything shuts down, I will continue traveling at almost 100 kilometers an hour because I have night vision. If a man can decide night vision, imagine what God can do. 
So if there's a problem now and everybody has to race out of Lagos, I can put my family like that. I go on night vision and I'm just safe. Nothing you throw on the road, I will see it, I'll, I'll go around it. It means for the first time in my life, I didn't realize that your windscreen can be useless. Windscreen is to pose in front of me, you need me to be able to drive, and so that day I knew that your windscreen, you, you are just a small boy because I can do without you. Night vision. Night cannot threaten me, I will move and I will get to my destination. Child of God, God is up to something. And I don't want you to miss it. When I launch into prayers, I want you to key into the prayers. Night vision is called infrared device driving. And you just press one button and all of a sudden, you see the road clearly on your dashboard. You don't even lift up your head. You don't even need to. Anybody see you will think there's nobody in the car because you're looking like this and the car is moving. You're taking the turn. You're going to the roundabout. You I'm telling you something, Jehovah is up to something. Let me, let me read the same scripture to you in the Message Bible. The same Isaiah 42 and verse 16. Listen to this. It says, but I will take the hand of those who don't know the way. It's time to admit that, yes, I may be the CEO of my company, I can be a pastor, but I really don't know this way because I have never seen this kind of thing before. Nobody knows what's going to happen next week. Nobody! Nobody knows what will happen. But I will take the hand of those who don't know the way. Hallelujah. The shepherd of our soul. It says, when it gets really tough, I don't only just talk to you, I'm going to hold you by the hand. I will guide you with my own eyes. It says, I, but I will take the hand of those who see where they're going. A lot of people are the guy will have disappeared. Who can't see where they're going? A lot of people are taking financial positions. God says, I will be a personal guide to them. He didn't say I will be a guide. Personal. I'm going to get really personal with you. Your temperament, what you're afraid of, what you don't like, what traumatizes you, I will be a personal, it's like bespoke guide. Fitted for your purpose. Would somebody say amen? I will be a personal guide to them, directing them through the unknown. It says, but I will take the hand of those who don't know the way, who can't see where they're going. I will be a them directing them through unknown country and in bracket unknown territories. Directing them. Oh Jehovah, my PDP, the one that protects, the one that directs, and the one that provides. Hallelujah. Show them what road to take because there's a way that seemeth right to a man, but it is a trap, it leads to death, it leads to it leads to some some terminal illness. He says, I'll I'll be right there to show them what roads to take. You better say amen. Those of you listening to me and say amen and amen. One amen for your family, one amen for yourself, one amen for me, one amen for the nation. I will be right there. Ah, to shit. 
again, I, I want to use another technology uh, to describe what God is saying. On land, other people may become victims of armed robbers and wild animals because the lights go out, but God gives us night vision, infrared uh, capacity to drive. But what if you are in the air? You take off from one airport, you can't land in the new airport. They shut all the lights of the airport. They shut the... Um, let me tell you that. There's something called instrumental landing system. It's called ILS. There's category one, there's category two, and there's category three. You see, he said the category three is almost like God flying your plane for you. The category three C does not respect the height that the, the, the aircraft is, does not respect whether anything is working on ground, does not even need any communication from the, from the ground, that once it has the map, once it will, it, it will land the plane and you, in fact, the only thing you can do to mess up the landing is to touch anything. It will land the plane. Nothing missing, nothing broken. ILS category 3C. So whether I am on land or in the air, the way forward is Jehovah will direct me and take control. It doesn't matter the, the wicked machinations of men. It doesn't matter the conspiracies. Let them take counsel together. My life, your life cannot and should never be in the hands of wicked men. The Bible says, He that keepeth Israel never sleeps nor slumbers. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his own. For what reason? Surrounds them. So that what he said, what he promised, he would deliver on it. As a matter of fact, it is just as well that they're trying all this because we're going to see the God factor show up and it will drive a lot of people. God, not technology anymore. Glory be to God. And so I want us to launch into prayers. Um, in our church, um, I declared this year to be the year of Jehovah Rohi. And the Lord said to me, Oh, basically all the and, and the theorems that used to work are going to fail. And this was before the new year started. And said, For you to be blessed this year, you have to be led by the Lord. Because a lot of us left the our own computations and so on. And it seemed to work for a while. And the Lord said, Tell them that whatever used to work will fail this year. Come end of February, bam, everything starts to happen. All the airports are shut. It ever. How can you even forecast that? How? And it says, it is time for my people to be led by Jehovah Rui. And I declared Jehovah to be Jehovah my PDP, not the political party PDP. The Jehovah protecting me, directing me, and providing for me. And really, really, that's who he has to be to all of us. Because what I don't pass, Gary, we need to, we need to give the Lord our attention. As a matter of fact, let me read something to you just before we launch into prayer. The Ecclesiastes 12, 12 that I read has a verse 13. 12, 12, the Living Bible says, But my son, be warned that there is no end of opinions ready to be expressed in this time about COVID and 5G. Studying them can go on forever and become very exhausting. Verse 13, the Message Bible says, The last and final word is this. The last and final word is this. Fear God and do what he tells you and that's it. Fear God, I said the last and final word is this. 
fear God and do what he tells you and that's it. If you get that right, the activation of Isaiah 42 verse 16 is operational. He will begin to lead you down a new path. Guiding you along unfamiliar territories, no problem. Breaking the darkness before you, smoothing out the road ahead of you. And the Lord says, yes, which means a double guarantee. I indeed do these things. I will not forsake them. And, and so I want us to go into the place of prayer. Will you just look to the heavens and say, Lord, in any way, I have not been relying on you. In any way, I have gone, I put my strength in systems, I put myself, and I don't even inquire of the will of the Lord. I am really sorry, because as a child of God, you should be my navigator. You should be the one that instructs me, and everything I should do must be to please you as well. Forgive me, Lord. I've seen my foolishness, and I come home like a prodigal child, and can you start with me afresh? Because upon repentance, grace is released. And we need grace in this season. Child God, if you're doing that, heaven is responding to you. And having done that, then it's easier to pray about the way forward. We first need to sort ourselves out with the Lord. You can't sweep some things under the carpet. He knows. Some of us have put our strength in men and establishments. And we cannot ignore God. It's time to put God. It says, I believe in the Old Testament in Kings, it says... Let us reinstate God. Let's bring God back. Let's bring God back and let him sit on the throne. No competition for God. Don't be apologetic before anybody that Jesus is Lord. There's nobody that's worth you worrying about. And having done that, I want to lead the prayer. Pray with me and say, Lord, from today, be Jehovah Rohi my shepherd. The one that protects me, the one that directs me, and the one that provides for me. Let, let me be a lamb with you. I don't want to be amongst the goats who just they tear away, they, 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 they disobedient, they do their own thing. I want to be a lamb. Give me a tender heart towards you so that you can guide me. Goats are impossible to guide because they're very, very wayward. I will not be a goat. I started at our sheep. I will continue to be sheep. Father, let it be our portion. Receive us back into your fold and take care of us as the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. And so it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Continuing in prayer, very interesting. In Isaiah 42 and verse 16, in the two translations, the New Living Translation, the message I read, he ends up with saying, these are the things I will be doing for them. He keeps saying, these are the things I will indeed be doing for them. Which means there is a commitment on the side of God about some things he wants to be doing. So it is for us to pray so that we qualify and we benefit from it. Because he's going to do it. May we not be left out. Of these benefits in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So now let us begin to pray about those things that he said he will be doing for us at times like this. At dangerous times like this. When people's fortunes are being crunched overnight. When all the, the principles and the models that used to work can't even, can't, they're in the dustbin by now. We need God more than ever. I want you to pray with me 
Isaiah 42 and verse 16, let's first use the New Living Translation to pray about this way forward. Let us say, Lord, I can't navigate my way. I admit that everything is convoluted. Everything is so scrambled that even the best of scientists cannot give a prediction of what is going to happen. Lord, but I am your sheep. Remember me and help me to benefit from the plan of the way forward in Isaiah 42 and verse 16. Let, be me, let me be amongst those that will receive your blessing. Let me not be amongst those that will shipwreck and crash. Lord, I need you. The Bible says, I will lead blind Israel down a new path. Why didn't you pray? Say, Lord, even if the old paths that used to be expressways to progress and to prosperity, if they have dug them up, if they don't exist anymore, Father, lead me down a new path. God is the one that makes a way where there used to be no way. He's the one that makes a way in the wilderness. Pray and say, Lord, lead me down a new path. Child of God, can I tell you something? If you're still posturing on what is to work in January, listen, by the time this is over, maybe in June or something like that, there will be no remembrance of those things. So don't even, don't even wait to find out. They will not exist. So Father, guide us down a new path. A path that leads to prosperity and peace. We're still praying. You want to pray? Say, it says, I'll be guiding them along an unfamiliar way. Lord, every Thing that makes me uncomfortable. The areas I don't understand, I've never been down this road before, guide me along all these unfamiliar territories, unfamiliar ways that are coming, unfamiliar, the unfamiliar world that is unfolding. Lord, just guide me along those unfamiliar, in those unfamiliar places so that I will not do something that out of ignorance or out of out of foolishness that will wreck my life. It says, I will brighten the darkness before them. Hmm. Darkness talks about, there is spiritual darkness. I'm not talking about just physical darkness. There's economic darkness. When all the equations and all the uh, graphs that used to work and how to make money, when all of them fails, there's economic darkness. It says, I'll brighten darkness before them. Why didn't you pray? I hear in in, 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 in China now that the queue of divorce is so long just after this scourge people were bound to stay together and relationships that were held together with masking tape before fell apart and now they're just divorcing and divorcing. and it may happen in Nigeria as well so but the Bible says I will brighten the darkness before them say Lord instead of my life falling apart Shine your light. The Bible says, may the sun, S-U-N of righteousness, not S-O-N, the S-U-N of righteousness, arise with healing in his wings to heal our relationships, to heal our marriages, to heal our land, to heal our business, to heal our churches. Let the sun of righteousness arise. And when the sun shines, the darkness disappears and is dispelled. I will brighten the darkness before them and I will smoothen out the road ahead of them. Mm. So the enemy may have piled rocks in our way. The enemy may have put a trailer to block the way. The enemy may have uprooted trees and all kinds of things in the way that we need. Maybe the only way we know. But the Lord says, don't mind them. I'm going to smooth down the road ahead of you. 
begin to pray. Say, Lord, I don't know the road, though, because we're still at home. When it's time to go out, if I meet a surprise, Jehovah, just help me and smoothen out the way. It says, I will level the mountains in front of you. Nothing, they, nothing that happened will stop you from getting to your destiny. They say, I'll smooth out the road ahead of them. You need to pray. We haven't even gone out. We haven't even traveled outside of Nigeria. We don't know what the road will be like. Don't sit down and assume because a lot of things have changed forever. Father, smoothing out the road ahead of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, yes, indeed, I will do these things. Say, Father, Lord, let the guarantee of God rest upon my life that no matter the shaking, you navigate me through. Ah, like, a, like an aircraft that have ILS. Nobody could land, but I will land safely. When I'm driving, oh my God, Father, the night vision will help me. I will take my children back home. None will, will be lost. None will be a victim of wolves and wild beasts wherever we go in the name of Jesus Christ. He says, I will not forsake them. I did it. TGIF, and I said, thank God I am not forsaken. Not just thank God it's Friday. Thank God I am not forsaken. You need to pray. The word forsake is that you will think God is with you. You will think all is well, and all of a sudden you find that you are only alone with your two years. No, 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 no. The Lord gives me a guarantee. Whether you see me or not, I will show up. You, will, you may not see me, but you will see my handwork. That will be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what happened to Elisha when he was surrounded by the king of Syria and surrounded the mountain. And he, he just said, uh, I know God doesn't forsake me. His, his servant was shaking. He said, no, no, God opened his eyes to see what I know. I don't need to see. I know Jehovah. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, that's who he is. So that if anybody takes counsel and they want to round up our house and burn it and destroy. No, 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 no. Waguru, because the, the, the army that surrounds us is not visible, but they're invincible. They can't be defeated. Oh, somebody say glory to God. We're still praying. The message Bible says, but, 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 but I will take the hand of those who don't know the way, who can't see where they're going. Even if you think you can see where you're going, are you sure your wife can see where she's going? Even if you think you can see where you're going, do you know where your company is going? Do you know the, the new regulations? You know, some, some, some businesses will just die. Because the regulations, they don't need them anymore. I don't know. But may the Lord hold me by the hand. When a father holds a child by the hand, oh, that is an expression of do not fear. It's one thing to walk with my son down the road, but when I hold his hand, he knows that this is a powerful hand. And do you know something? When a, when a child, when you're holding your child, and because children are small, their legs are small, sometimes they trip over a rock or a, or, or a divider or something, and ordinarily, if they were not there holding the hand of the child, the child will sprawl, and the front teeth will be broken, and the beauty of the child is mangled, and the, and the confidence the child doesn't have it anymore. But when the father is holding the hand of the child, as soon as the child trips, he feels a little weight, extra weight in his hand. He just lifts up his hand. Enough muscle to just take the child over the obstacle 
and to safety. And the child looks at the father and says, my daddy, I thought I was going to fall. He said, not when I'm holding your hand. Child of God, you will not fall. You will not be disgraced. The Lord says in the word of God, Isaiah 42 and verse 16, but I will hold the hand of those who don't know the way. Who can't see where they're going? That's a place to lift up your hands and say, Lord, I receive it. I really didn't even know you, you had the way forward all planned out before this mess happened. I subscribe to the way forward. I will not be caught. I will not be, I will not be tied to the situation. I will not drown in the struggle in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're still praying. It says, I will be a personal guide to them. It didn't say, I'll be a guide. Personal. Say to the Lord, say, Lord. I thank you for general guiding, but for me and my household, each one of us be a personal guide to us, directing them through unknown territories, so that even if the world opens the doors and we can't, we've never seen this world, and it looks horrible, and it, and, and, it, and it looks antagonistic, Lord, you will help us by directing us through these unknown countries and territories in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, I'll be right there to show them what roads to take. It means I will first show you the ones you shouldn't take. So some people who are uh, relying on their sense knowledge may May, 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 may take those roads and suffer a shipwreck. He says, but I will be right there to show them what roads to take. Father, let this be our portion. Let the world see that we have a father who cares about us. He says, I will make sure they don't fall into the ditch. Any ditch that was dug, it would never be for us. We will not fall into any ditch. We will not even fall into the grave and somebody will bury us before we're dead. No, 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 no. The Lord will guide us into a safe heaven the bible says he will guide us to a safe heaven in the name of the lord jesus christ these are the things these are the things i will be doing for them sticking with them not leaving them for a minute glory to god hallelujah i see your comments i know you've been praying along with me remember that i brought you the word of the lord the way forward Jesus is not just the way, the truth, and the life. He's also the way forward when we enter a season like this of pitch darkness. When all the equations fail. When all the things continue that used to work doesn't work anymore. When our strength does not even work anymore. Father, be the one that makes a way for us. I want you to use this song in your prayers. It says, God, he will make a way. We will get through it. That's the guarantee I give you. Father, we bless your holy name. You will make a way where there used to be you. Oh, Femi, I hear you. I see you saying you're screaming with joy because you have received the Lord who is the way forward. Your Make a way. 